Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, welcome everyone to the Distraction Reviews here on Tuesday. I'm Jeremy Lambert, joined by Joseph Holbert. I hear masks are a big draw on these shows, so we both got masks on, Joseph. Yes, we're going to do every show like this now forever. <laughs> this is the route to superstardom for Jezra and I. I can't see him, I cannot see my microphone, but I think I look pretty funny. I mean, I think we both look good. In these masks here. This is a good tag team right here. This would be a good mix max challenge tag team. Sting and Asuka. It's possible. Sting, with Sting, anything is possible. Jeremy, you know that better than I. <laughs> that is true. All right, I got to get out of this thing. I'm burning up in it. Yes. You've been wearing that for 10 minutes, by the way. Yes. I want everyone to know Joseph's dedication to this is that he wore this for 10 minutes before the show started. And I just said, you just put it on before the show starts. He's like, no, I'm putting it on now. The eyes are in serious pain right now. The burning <laughs> sensation. But I love the show, and here we are. Talk about oh, we're talking about a John Cena rap album. It doesn't get better from here, does it? That was the peak. Okay. I think cool. I have I have like face paint that <laughs> wore off on me. <laughs> it's truly shades of stang. Really. <laughs> you gotta love it. You know, I'd imagine the ratings have already dipped as soon as we took those off. People are like, oh, yeah, there was no reveal business. that we had that, you know, it's just our faces, our, our plain-ass yeah. faces, and no no face paint. So people are like, oh, get out of here. I'm not watching the show anymore. <laughs> it's true. We, we set a bar there, and then it's like people looked at the top and was like, oh, no, they're reviewing a rap album from 2005. <laughs> Let's get off of this thing now before they know we're here. That's basically what happened, right? Oh, well, <laughs> Pretty much. Could be worse. Pretty much. Uh, guys, we appreciate you joining us in the chat. Subscribe, youtube.com slash Fightful. Leave a thumbs up on the video. Tap the bell for notifications. Uh, leave us a super chat. Uh, you leave a super chat, get your question, statement, comment, read on air. We are reviewing the John Cena rap album. We used to be a, a movie review podcast, but now the last two weeks we review music. So here we are. 
be careful with that used to be. Sort of okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure I'm comfortable in this new arena that we find ourselves in, but <laughs> we are here and um, we'll do our best today, folks. I have no promises. Jeremy, I think, you know, we often call you the point god, but this feels like a case of you really needing to, like, this isn't a case of you getting me shots. You need to just run the offense and hit your shots. I'm not even. I don't even want cash and shoots. I'm just gonna stand and watch and sort of nod every once in a while. Can you so, set a screen for me at yeah, least? I like, okay. I, I have, as you know, I've prepared a game for us to play. <laughs> yes. That has nothing to do with music, but does have a lot to do with John Cena. So I'm here. I'm just not. I shouldn't be expected a lot. That's I, I at least need your gravity. Like run off of a couple yeah. of screens. So yeah. draw, okay. draw the defender away. Give me, give me an extra step or something. Like I at least need that. I can do JJ Reddick. Okay. I, think. I mean, I can do the JJ sort of circle run over <laughs> over. I, think I can do that. That'd be fine. Right. I don't that... think I could do it with that mask on though. I could do it now probably. <laughs> That's all I ask. That's all I ask. Uh, the John Cena rap album. <sighs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna get this out of the way, folks. I, I told you, I promised you a hot take. I don't know how hot it is. I I didn't care for this album. I didn't. I think people expected me to really enjoy it as a kid. I I think I enjoyed it. Uh, Fifteen years later, this came out in 2005. Fifteen years later, listening it back, listening to it back today and yesterday, it's. It's not that good, Joseph. It's not that no. good. I was li- so I've listened to this once. And when I say, I mean, in my whole life, I've listened to this once. Okay? <laughs> and I, my honest thoughts throughout it was, there is no way Jeremy's going to pretend this is good. Like, there's just no. And I kept thinking to myself, of course he will. Like, he loved Riddit Rumble. He loved John Cena. This sucks, man. Like, we can be honest about it. John, if you're watching, you shouldn't be. But it's just not good. I mean, we can get into, like, why it's bad. There are many reasons. But I just kept listening to it, like, why did this happen? <laughs> because it, it's definitely an attempt to make it a real album, isn't it? Like, it's a real album in his mind. Yeah. I, I feel. And, and not even in his mind. Like, I mean, this, yeah, this well, is a yeah. real album put out by WWE, and he had real features and everything on it. This isn't like an Elias thing where it's like, oh, let's do four songs and call it an album. Like, this is a legitimate, supposed to be cohesive album for him. Okay, so let's get the, the elephant in the room out of the way here. Beyond the fact that you think it's not a good album, which is obvious, of course you don't. It's, <laughs> you, have a, you have a brain and this sucks, of course. <laughs> However, this isn't just John Cena's album. No. Right? This is a... Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain this. Who is this guy? The trademark. The trademark. I, I think he's John Cena's cousin. Like, at least that's that's what he... Trademark did Kurt Angle's TNA theme. Uh, Sean oh Ross... Oh, my God, he did. Yeah. He, Sean, Sean alerted me that he was... He sent me a picture of, like, see, trademark's in the ring. He's holding up Kurt Angle's hand. He was celebrating with Kurt Angle at an event one time. Um, so... Yeah, trademarks like a legit. Man, that was a big. That was a big ordeal when he did Kurt Angle's TNA theme. People were like, "How could he cheat on John Cena like that?" Go to TNA. Like it was a big thing. And because if you remember when Kurt left for TNA, his big thing was like guys like John Cena sucked. Yeah. Remember this? Yes. That was a big diss from the trademark. Who here he is? Um. <laughs> I feel he's going to be a little bit of a punching bag here as I go through this album. Yeah, he's, I, I do, he's the I cousin. He, he's the cousin of John Cena. No, well, he sucks. I'm sorry, <laughs> you're 
but there's some very dark moments on here, and I'll get into them. Am I being, um, is, am I sort of being clouded by the times and being unfair in saying that not only is this just bad, the production on this thing sucks, man. There are some, good, there are some songs that the production I don't think is horrible, but there are other songs where like, yeah, the production's not good. And like 2005, now I don't think it's even being unfair to the times. Like 2005, there were good songs out there that were far better produced than this. Far better. What, what, so, hang on. what were hits Your in 2005? 2005 hits. I don't know. When yeah. was College Dropout? That's a good comparison to this album. Was very very similar. Yeah. Uh photograph by Nickelback. I mean that's all you need to know right there right there. Okay. Real quickly, Joseph, you said last week that you like the hip hop. Who are some of your, your favorite artists? Well, I you know, I, I want to be clear in saying that I you shouldn't come here to me as an expert. You know, I'm not a big but I'm a Kendrick guy, Lupe. I do the Kanye West deal is tough for me, Jeremy, because I'm not really allowed to be a fan because I, it makes me feel like a fool. You know, it's, it's almost like being a fan of like, um, no, I won't name any wrestlers that fit the bill. It seems like it'll be a very slippery <laughs> slope. But, you know, it, it's tough. But I would say I was a big fan. Um, I'm not an expert by any means. I, I will, I'm not enough to know that this is a bad album. <laughs> college, college dropout was 2004. Late registration was 2005. So That's there you go. incredible. An incredible kind of mirror there that we provided <laughs> for this this album. Um, man, I just I I don't know what I expected from this, but like the perception that John is actually good, maybe kind of. I mean, it's definitely a lie. He's definitely not actually good. This is this is a complete fallacy. Can we get rid of this now? We've actually listened to this now as adults. Like, people people were saying like oh, I want John Cena to do a second album. And I'm just like, if he does a second album now, I don't, I don't, one, I don't know what he'd rap about. Because this album, like, he's trying to rap about, like, money and, and women. Yes. You know, the yes. almost rap cliches. Like, that's what it feels like he's, he's rapping about. Just rap cliches. And, and then, of course, the Chain Gang. They're the click. I don't know if you heard that, Joseph. But the, the Chain Gang is the click. He's got the song about Boston and everything it's just the most cliche rap album like the most cliche debut rap album you could find i'll say this about john cena it's better than enzo amore's rap album i'll give him that it would be interesting to know if there's anything in the world that enzo does better than john cena like i would like to make this a tv show i'm making it a pitch now (laughs) a reality tv show in which enzo amore seeks an activity that he believes he could beat john cena at. i would like to see this I'm laying it down there. Enzo, feel free to use that. I don't know what I don't know which way you're gonna go with it, but you might have go. to sign that's up to his uh, OnlyFans to uh pitch that to him. Oh, that's a real thing, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll, again I'll leave that there. Would you like to go track <laughs> by track on this one, Jeremy? We can go track by track on this. Great. Let's just go track by so that must be said, there's a warm and fuzzy feeling to the opening here, isn't there? Because it, Go ahead. I was say it's his uh it's his theme song. The right. time is now. But the thing that's weird about this song is, is like it's definitely crossed into a different avenue where I'm not sure it's actually music to my ears. Like it's it's just a sound that I've now heard for so much of my life. <laughs> that the idea of it just being a song on an album is very odd to me. Yeah. Am I am I weird on saying that, Jeremy? That's no, true, right? I get it. Like it doesn't feel like it should be a song on an album because yeah, we have heard it three million times 
over the past 15 years. It's still a really good song. Like I still I still rock with this song very hard. Maybe it's because like I compare it to other just WWE themes and not like a right. rap song because it's so ingrained as like a wrestling theme and not a rap song to me. So maybe that's why I, I will always have a soft spot for the time is now. I know all these lyrics, by the way. It's the best thing on here by far. Yeah. Trademark <laughs> says, you, if you've got the lyrics, then pull up. I help me out. But what's the lyric where he's like, a man is defined by the things that he thinks. Like where he does some like, like you know, he talks about being Keep drawn, going. You know, Keep going. seeking knowledge and. Re- and, and the, the idea that that's on the opening of this album and he goes on to have not one interesting or provoking thought on the whole thing is extraordinary. But look, I, here's the truth, please. And again, it's not the way to judge it with what we're doing here. It's one of the best wrestling themes ever. right? Like, it's got to be. It's like an iconic wrestling theme. What that means, I have no clue. But that's, that's the praise I'm giving. I mean, when you hear those trumpets, you finished. So, is it the horns? When you hear the horns, you finished. Oh, yeah, it's horns. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's um Dude this this song this song this song does bang though. I'm I'm not gonna lie. It's this the best song, song on here, right? Yeah. It's it's the best song on here. John Cena's got some lines on here. Uh, my favorite line it will always stick with me. I have no idea what it means. Uh what is it? I, I have to like think of the whole al- the my, whole my lyric. My favorite line, which I have no idea what it means, is <laughs> I don't know what it means, but I have to think of like the whole lyrics. Your boy's so hot, you'll never catch me in the next man's sweater. I don't know what that means, but it's a fantastic line. Yes, you're right. It, it, I mean, the <laughs> issue is if I ever hear this theme again in, in a wrestling context, which I'm not sure we will, to be honest, I'm there always going to dread the trademarks entry, which I'd never <laughs> had paid attention to before. But here it is. This is as good as the album gets, isn't it, really? If we're being honest with ourselves, I, I have I have genius pulled up, and this is like the one song they have annotated. They don't have any annotations for in any weather. I'm never better. Your boy's so hot. You'll never catch me in the next man's sweater. They don't have anything for it. They're like, I don't know what John was saying right there. <laughs> John doesn't know. No. Man. John, the, he doesn't know. He doesn't every every so. time when Cena comes back now and the and the theme hits, I always tweet. Uh, much like John Cena, you'll never catch me in the next man's sweater. And I don't know what it means, but it pops the people. Okay, here's a genuine <laughs> question for you. Re-listening to this at this point in your life, bigger John Cena fan now, or the correct answer, you now like him less and realize it's <laughs> actually bad? <laughs> I still like John Cena the same. I, this album, it doesn't take him down. For me, I did think prior to re-listening to this album yesterday. By the way, I listened to it yesterday, and then I I thought I was like judging it harsh. I was like, "Am I just misremembering?" Like I thought this was a good album. Like I really thought it was good, and then when I listened to it yesterday, I was like, "Man, this album's not that great." And so I listened to it again this morning to like you know really make sure to clarify in my own head like, is this album good or bad? And this morning was when I came to the realization like. Oh man, this just isn't that good. That sounds like me with Alexa Bliss pay per view matches like, <laughs> on the Monday morning. I'm like, maybe it's good. I don't know. No, nope, not good. No. Um, here's the thing, folks. If you're a long time viewer of this show, you'll know that I try to keep this program as clean as I can. Would you agree, Jeremy? I do a pretty good job. Of that generally speaking. What do you mean um, clean? Well, I never know who's listening to this, where they're listening to. It. I don't like to sort of, you know, be crass. With my dialogue, here. right? We I'm, we I'm know that everyone is listening. John is listening right now. 
Yes, but unfortunately, there are very few options I have here as I go through the... Uh, well, things are about to get tough in terms of content. So if there are kids in the room listening to a John Cena album review, probably time to stop that. Because up next, we have Don't Fuck With Us, Jeremy. Yes. Um, in which Trademark refines his game by fucking famous bitches. Because a man is judged by the things that he thinks. Not clothing lines, ice, sweaters, I don't know, and minks. Yes. Um, they bring more drama than the Lakers roster. Yep. This is filth. <laughs> this is absolute filth. And it's at this point I realise that you have doomed me with one of the worst projects we've ever had to cover. <laughs> and here we are talking about what it. What was the 2005 problems? Lakers roster? Do you know? Was it not like after... This is after Shaq's left, right? The first season after. Yeah. But he, I feel like it, there's a Shaq line ripped. in here, by the way. He mentions Shaq's feet. Something bigger than Shaq's feet. He's probably referencing the Shaq Kobe. Drama. I would assume I would so. Get... I would yeah. assume so. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, it's, at any time I get something that I understand what's going on, I sort of not. I'm like, yes. Yeah, there's a down. there's a few uh, basketball references. There is uh, in this album. There's one on the next song that is completely overruled by a lyric that I cannot believe made it to the album. Would you like <laughs> me to get to that now, or do you have anything else you want to say? Uh, we got a super like chat this? from from Jabber JJ who says, "I was a big Cena fan as a kid. Had this album." Man's a doctor of thugonomics and leader of the Chang Gang. Remember Cena versus Britney Spears' boyfriend? Yeah, Kevin Federline uh, produced a rap album as well, and we're going to be reviewing that in two weeks because he's technically a wrestler. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, I have, I have to get this out of the way. Up next, we have Flow Easy, and you can, to be clear here. I want to make sure that I have the right person on this lyric. Right. I believe this is Trademark's work. My notes have let me down somewhat. He says that he's a philosopher first and yeah. a rapper second. Yeah. And he goes on to say, and I quote, folks, run my mouth off like high school rumours, man, and grab microphones like pedophiles groping late bloomers. Yep. <laughs> he also has the line man I talk more shit than pro-lifers at an abortion clinic listen <laughs> he was like oh, this is it this is my shot I'm not letting this one go and jo meanwhile Johnny's just like he does like a Carmelo lyric and he's like that's all I've got yeah. you know all caught a Jordan bro like it's just it's terrible he, it's rhyme, so he rhymes Carmelo with Jello, which is like the most basic ass Carmelo rhyme you could ever you could ever do I was I was doing that in high school Joseph I was doing that I, I think when, when we do rap battles at the uh, lunch table I had a line that was something like they'll take me one like LeBron you soft like Jello you go number three like Carmelo like that that was off the top of the dome That's at, at the lunch table in high school that, the Carmelo lyric is not one of those ones where you very much it really puts into context just how old this is. Like, and yeah. why we're listening to it, I have no clue. Because it's like the potential. And it's like, good lord, man. What are we doing with our lives here? But I had to get that one lyric about the NXT UK out of the way. So we've got that oh, done. Wow. Oh, oh, I didn't do nothing. Leave it. This is life, pal. Don't draw attention to it. Let me go here. I'm cooking. Here we go. Right now. Here we go. We move on to, to a little bit more sort of a, a palatable radio hit here. After we've discussed pedophilia in enough detail, <laughs> we move on uh, to 
John Cena effectively just like grins wide and appreciates <laughs> his friends and family. I saw this music video for this on a Raw 2005 rewatch that I was doing <laughs> about 20 years ago when the pandemic began. Um, and I thought it would be a good idea to watch old wrestling. And it sucked then. <laughs> uh, in the midst of this album, it's even worse. Um, you can't help but this... feel this one, Joseph. You can't help but feel this one. <laughs> Listen, after what I felt in the last track, I was already, I was ready to go. But Okay, what have you got on this one, Jeremy? I don't know. People tell me this is the best track on the on the album um i mean you're grading on a very low curve there and it doesn't touch uh my time is now (laughs) dude he starts off with excuse me a minute while lighten the mood clap with me like the lightning do and i i was ready to check out right then and there i was just like what what are we talking about here i like the i like the beat a little bit because it is kind of laid back but once again like this these lyrics are so bad. They're so so bad. He doesn't say there is anything. To be said for it, when like when a handful of these songs aren't as try hard in terms of like a tough guy image. Yeah, they are more like. For a minute, you got to put the beat. You got to put the beef and the gats to the side, Joseph. Yeah, exactly. Exactly <laughs> right. Um, but it's just terrible. I mean, it's unfortunate because I feel we're going to be hitting the same notes. But luckily, I have a game. All right. Fireworks are going off here. Is that what that is? Is that fireworks? Yes, it is. It's just explosions going on. It's like, this game. That NXT UK joke didn't go over too well, folks. Here we go. As you know, John Cena was often known as Big Match John. Yes. Right? Big Match John. So I thought, okay, what can I do as a fun game that is very much divorced from this terrible album? So I have the game for you now Big Match or Big Bomb. Okay. <laughs> I'll pause for you to consider what this game could be. It is the big four pay-per-view record of John Cena, which is as follows. 31 wins, 24 losses, one draw, which gives him a 55.36 win percentage, Jeremy. I will name you a professional wrestler, and you can tell me whether their win percentage is higher or lower at the big four pay-per-views. Are oh you ready? Oh, God. You, like, actually put in, like, research and yes, yes. analytics into this. Daryl Morey. Thank you. <laughs> More, Thank Morey you gets hired by the Sixers, and Joseph is just all in on numbers now. He's like, I got to brush up on all these numbers. Where's the best shot coming from? What are we doing here? He, his press conference, he was like, I always start with, like, championship probability. And I was just thinking, look, imagine calculating such a thing. Like, just imagine trying to, good lord, these people need to calm down. Anyway, okay, all right, here we go. Edge, big match or big bump? To be clear, a big bum would suggest John has a lower percentage. Big match means John wins. Okay, all right. So Edge, so it's Mania, Rumble, Survivor Series, SummerSlam. Does he have a yes. better or worse win percentage than John Cena? Um, I feel like Edge does fairly well at Mania. I think I think Edge has a better win percentage. Edge is 25, 20 and 1, which gives him a 54%. Oh. Just 1% shy. Wow. A big match, John. What a start. It's a river in start. We go back to the album now. <laughs> as we move on to Make It Loud featuring Taz. Taz is the <laughs> Taz. He's he is. Me. He is. That's noise. You know, Taz Taz is letting you know there's some noise. Yes. John wants it loud. 
Um, he wants to hear the Trey, noise from the crowd. Yes, Trademark does a Roy Jones lyric, which if you hadn't figured out after they talked about Melo's potential was when you said, <laughs> oh yeah, this is old. Um, <laughs> John Cena drops a, a Monday Night Raw lyric. He does, yeah. he does. Um, Trademark moves crowds like a bomb scare. <laughs> and this closes to Cena chants, which is hilarious now because like you can't hear the Cena chant. Without the Cena's start, it's so odd, isn't it? Like to think that there was time people just chanted Cena's name without any kind of fighting going on. So, this is um, harmless enough, and it has Taz on it. It's it's so again just so so basic. You mentioned your some of your favorite rappers. I'm in the same boat of like Kendrick, Cole, Lupe. Content guys, effectively. Yeah, content guys. Like Eminem's my favorite rapper of all time, and I mean people will complain about his content, but just lyricism and there's just none of that on this album and if you don't have lyricism it's got to be production and punchlines and there ain't none of that on this album either no it's like (laughs) it's produced as though it's an album by a guy who's like got awesome lyricism and they're just like stripping it back bare and letting (laughs) go but he doesn't have anything he has no punchlines he has nothing interesting to say so therefore you're just left with a nothing hour of your life wasted (laughs) down the drain um just another day up next, Jeremy. This, look, they tried. I, I'm going to give them some credit for really trying on this song because they, they tried to do... Yeah. yeah. They, they tried to put some content in here of John Cena being a big star, how is life with your big star and everything, and Trademark being a nobody and not being able to stand out, you know, being the cousin of John Cena. They, this, was, this was their guilty conscience attempt here, and uh, it yes. still sucked. <laughs> John talks about Vet saying that it's, it's not his time. And what percentage of you believes that that's a shot at Triple H? <laughs> Cena was like a, a eight-time champion by 2005, right? I don't know. I think... Nah, I think he's only, I think, he'd only won it like once or twice. Yeah, I, I think this is released like when he's moving to Raw. You know when he has the big triumphant switch with yes. Batista? That yeah. whole deal? Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean... This is um this is as close as they get to like an idea of a song. Yes. Where they're like, let's do something here where we contrast, you know. But it really just makes John look like a dick because it's like, <laughs> give trademark some money, dude. <laughs> the guy sounds like he's living it tough out there. Like, help him out a little bit. Jesus. No, John oh. Cena had to work for everything he got. Like, that's the point. Is like he was grinding. Yeah, sure. Trade- I mean, I- trademark's got to get his grind on a little bit better. Trademark's just terrible. <laughs> I feel bad. I don't like to do this kind of thing, but it just sucks. We got a okay. we got a super chat from Throwback Twenty Seven who says, "This is awesome. Another Marky Mark and Funky Bunch rapper, Cena, and it made a bigger impact on the Billboard One Hundred. This is a wicked pissa of an album. No, Throwback, it's not a good album. It's not. Where did it end up on the billboards? Actually, too high." Too high. Where it ended up, regardless of where it was, if it was on them, it was too high. It was too. It did pretty well, I think. Guys, remember you can leave a super chat, get your question, comment, statement read on air. What's the next song, Joseph? Just another day. That's what we just did. We just did another day. I read my. Can I read my last note? Because I I know we discussed it, but it was too good, and I thought I hadn't said it. Yes. John is living large. This is neatly contrasted with Trademark, who's a great big fucking loser. My exact note. <laughs> Summer Flings. I'll continue to read my notes. This is filth. No comment. <laughs> Tell me what you got. 
<laughs> I'm looking at what it did on the uh, Billboard charts. It did on the hot on the Billboard 200. It peaked at number 15 on the Billboard 200. Uh, when it comes to just hip hop and R and B, it was number 10. And when it came to rap, it did number three. Number three on the rap albums. Now I need to know what beat it out. So Elias, really, in his genre of soundtrack, yeah. was really, he conquered far better yeah. than John did. People are like, oh, you like Elias' album, but not this album. The, Elias put out a better album, all right? Mainly because it was only three tracks, and yes. all of them are fine. That's the real thing, guys. <laughs> I listened to two of his albums. It took me about 20 minutes. <laughs> I was here for an hour for this thing. Good lord. Okay. Oh, no, I've just seen the next one. Oh, God. I don't have okay. anything on Summer Flings. I don't think they have any... I'm sure they have some... They have one song that the the lyrics to it are... This one's not good either. The Big Booty Chicks and all this stuff. Like They, they love the white chocolate of John Cena. Okay, you want to hear bad lyrics? Let's move on to Keep Front. Oh, it's John Keep Front? Says, okay. John says, and I quote, I fuck like a yes. with three dicks. <laughs> fuck a 16 teen teen. I'm just sick. Good lord, John. You're the top baby face. You were the chosen one, man. <laughs> Poor Dave Batista was out there getting moved to SmackDown. He didn't write about being a fiend with three dicks. No, this, see, this is the difference between Cena and Batista. Batista's dick is just lore, right? Like, we, we think it's big. It's a big question. Big question mark. John Cena is out here saying, I got three of them, and I'm fucking with all of them. There's some more John Cena dick lyrics in this album, if that's your thing. If you want to know about John Cena's dick and how much he's fucking, that's a great album for you. But that's not that's the least <laughs> troublesome part of it, because he then says, fuck a 16 teen, teen. I'm just sick. No! Okay, okay. The, Stop it, John. You're taking, you're taking this the wrong way. This is... He's talking about the bars here, 16 bars, not not an age thing here. Look, it's this is a poorly crafted poorly crafted bar. I will I will say that, but I understand that he's talking about lyrics, not the age of of the women he is fucking with three dicks. <laughs> believe what you want to believe. <laughs> um okay. I I haven't got no I just do another game. Okay, here we go. <laughs> So John Cena's record was 31, 24, and 1. Again, let me reiterate, folks, for those of you keeping track at home, that gives him a 55%, 55.36% win percentage. Big match or big bum? Brock Lesnar. Oh, Brock's got to have a better record. Brock has to. Brock Lesnar is... 21 wins, 15 losses, giving him a 58.3. Correct, right. Jeremy. You're in the clubhouse, my friend. Yeah, Victory I was on about the board. to say, Brock has got to have a better record than Cena. I would have guessed better than that. I, I would have guessed, yeah. I certainly would have guessed better than that as well, but... All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now we have to go back to the album, don't yeah, we? Yeah, now we've got to talk about the album some more. Okay. We are up to... We didn't want you to know. Um, I, I have nothing on this. Do you know what this one is? I don't know what this is. I I have no idea. It's, okay. just, it's a song, dude. Like it's. 
If you, you don't know, if you though. don't, they're running the game, Joseph. They're running the game. Yeah. Like that's that's what it is. Like they, there's so much of this. Like we're just on top of the game kind of stuff, and, and they make you know allusions to to rappers. You know, I think Trademark has a line like every rapper sucks at being optimistic. He's saying how he's going to end up. What was the line? The, the, the layoff line of laying off rappers before you get fired and stuff. They they act like they are great hip hop moguls. They're they're the P Diddy of this stuff, and it's just it's just yeah. cliche rap stuff. Like just the most cliche rap stuff where you say you're the best and like. Only a handful of rappers can actually get away with that. John Cena and the trademark are not two of them. <laughs> all of that is fair. I mean, I just I feel for you right now because you seem gen- genuinely sad about all this. You I am. I was. I was going into this. I was very hyped up to do even even a bit, Joseph. You know me. I I will yeah. I will do the bit if I have to. I couldn't even do a bit out of this i was so beat down by this album i could not even go bit on it it's it's impossible to because it's you'd have to dig so deep to find stuff that you think you can fake liking about it yes it just wouldn't be worthwhile it's not a worthwhile bit to play at this point um <laughs> not for bad, not bad for man. 18 tracks 17 tracks whatever elias all right a three track bit easy get that out of the way 17 tracks i can't find 17 positive things about this album you can barely find one <laughs> bad bad man this is These fine men are bad, bad. I, I don't mind this i don't mind this one it's, it's fine. fine all right yeah sure i mean it's just it's <laughs> so weird when when cena does the like like he does the actual hip-hop thing when he like tree like puffs his chest out it's like Dang. yes if only you knew where you'd be. Like, and God bless him, he was great, but he just wasn't this guy, right? It's odd, but yeah, it's fine. The the genius annotation on this says, one of the filler tracks on Big Match John's LP. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that there's like just a handful of filler tracks, yeah. but the rest of it, you can't miss the bad, bad man you can skip over, but you won't miss the narrative that's going along here, the concept at hand. But yeah, this is... Um, this is tough, man. This is really tough, folks. Everything. But by the way, go ahead. Everything uh, John Cena is spitting is strong. Don't yeah, fuck with exactly. John Cena. He's a bad, bad man. He is. He's a bad, bad man. And up next is Running Game. I don't even Trademark remember this us, song. Trademark tells us he is a clingy chick's nightmare. <laughs> These guys are real cool, Jeremy. <laughs> You didn't realize by now, these guys are very, very cool, and they are living life. Even though Trademark has no money, John won't give him any. <laughs> these guys are very cool, let me tell you. Uh, somebody, Xanathus, hopefully I said that right, uh, says, just want to request that someday you fellas review the Kenny Omega film, Sissy Boy Slap Party. Actual movie, I swear, only 13 minutes on, on YouTube. Look, a 13-minute film review? I, we're there. Easy. We can easily do this one. <laughs> We're reviewing like hour and a half movies and rap albums. 13 minutes? That is fine. And Sissy Boy Slap Party? I don't know what that is. That's a real but... thing, yeah. Apparently. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna assume Xanathus is not lying to us. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Okay, I'll comment no further. That sounds fun. Uh, we'll <laughs> do that. Fine. Up next is the one you mentioned earlier, Jeremy, in which John, he digs deep into his soul. He goes back to his roots, right? We have Beantown. Oh, God. An homage to Boston. They talk wait, about... wait, 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 wait. We gotta go, we gotta go back. Sorry. We gotta go back to, uh, what, what was the last song? Running Game. Running Game. John has some lyrics on... On this. Is this the mean gene one? This is the one with the mean gene. Okay. You like a proctologist, you feel in my shit. There's a party in my pants, she be blowing the spot. Buck naked in the old school drop, giving me skull again. She give me free strokes, that's why I call her Mulligan. See me on TV, knows everything about me. You can't fuck with me. She can't fuck without me. Yeah. And if you don't think... Right, if you think she don't be loving my thangs, that's like you saying you eat at Hooters for the buffalo wangs. <laughs> okay, here's the deal. Let's, talk, let's actually talk about John a little bit. So, John's delivery on this album... I don't want to give him stick for being one-dimensional because some sometimes oh, you know I, I will uh, later on. Hang on, I'm, I'm, I'm just giving him a little bit of an extension, and I'm going to get there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Some guys have such a like, iconic delivery that they don't really have to play around a lot with their like vocal sort of with their their um, tone, you know. Yes. John is not one no. of those guys because no. his his go-to delivery is like really just flat, and it's the only delivery he does. Am I wrong, Major? This is correct, right? It's so boring. It's not even just what he's saying. He's so he doesn't even sound like he's into it. Jeremy. This is very sad. It's <laughs> it sucks. It's just bad. I don't know what we're doing. Here. I I'll get to that. I'll get to that later because oh, okay. I have comments okay. about that. But yeah, okay. I'll get to that. Do you later. have anything on the Boston uh, tribute track, Bean Town? <laughs> I I'm gonna give trademark a little bit of a credit here. Because instead, instead of going like just a height, hey, let's hype Boston and everything, trademark takes shots at other teams, and I appreciate that. He's taking shots at the Eagles. He's taking shots at uh, Peyton Manning. Taking shots at the Steelers. Right. I I appreciate that from him. Instead of just saying how great Boston is, bury the other teams as well. Sure, I mean that is. If he's still listening at this point, I'm, I'm happy for him that he got that triumph here after he'd been put in a grave before it, but... Okay, I'll, I'll accept that. You're right, that's true. Okay. This is how we roll. Would you like to know my exact single note for this song? No, I'll give you a note, but go ahead. Okay. Oh man, these guys are real fucking cool. <laughs> Can't wait for this album to finish so I can feel less uncool. Because these guys are so fucking cool. My whole note for this song. That's where I was at. Mate. That's a real thing in my phone. Here's here's uh my note 
on it. And we're going to go back to 2005, Jeremy, when he went to Best Buy with his parents to find this album, to buy it, and they were sold out, and I was very disappointed. When I did finally get this album, I saw the track list, and I'm in total wrestling mode, right? I see This Is How We Roll, I'm thinking this is like a Christian dish track or some shit. Like, I really thought Christian was going to be, like, somehow featured on this song. And he wasn't, and I was extremely disappointed. Wow. (laughs) I I think you're to blame for this. You should take take responsibility for that, Jeremy. That's fine. Look, I'll take responsibility. That's fine. I'm just telling you what was going through my head in 2005. Okay, that's fine. I, I can't, you know, I can't knock your enthusiasm. I, I don't even know what, like, what, what did they say? Oh, this is the line, the the, uh, the song where they said, y'all can choke on a sit, shit sandwich with no bread. And someone alerted me that John Cena just a few days ago tweeted about shit sandwiches. So, 15 year storytelling, everybody. Does John Cena follow you on Twitter, Jeremy? No, I'm like the one person he doesn't follow because apparently he follows everyone else. Just us two. Just us yeah, two. Okay. Um, our chances have never been lower than after this, after this album. <laughs> I invited I him on this podcast twice. He had a chance to come on here and defend himself, but he ignored us. Well, I mean, here's the thing, Jeremy. Your success rate with the invites, you need to be careful because you're starting to hurt your percentage. You know how guys... You just got to keep the getting the shots up, Joseph. You know when there'll be like a second on the clock and guys will do the heave, half-court heave, and some guys just won't do it, can't hurt the percentage. Yeah, Kevin Durant. You need to start thinking about that. Because recently there's been a lot of half-court heaves day before showtime, and it's hurting your your stock is falling. That's okay. That's all right. That's what they are, though. They're half-court heaves. People see the shot chart, and they they just dismiss it. They look at, oh, when he gets in that paint, gets gets the mid-range going, that's automatic. The half-court heave... You know, it is what it is. But I'm I'm Chris Paul, Joseph. Chris Paul. Chris Paul's going to sure. take the half-court heave, all right? Russell Westbrook. Imagine Chris Paul. Kevin Durant. Album. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like to – look, Chris Paul was a bunch of, oh, around a bunch of, like, 19- and 20-year-olds this season. Chris Paul was doing, like, TikTok videos with uh, Shay and Baisley and stuff, yes. and it was just fantastic content. Chris Paul is tremendous. I, I do like him very much, but unfortunately, we have to talk about John Cena's album. So, <laughs> how many tracks do we have left here? We have four left, right? Yeah, we're okay. on what now? I don't remember this song. <laughs> oh, oh, my friend. Here is where another classic, like, trademark decides that he's actually interested in, like, saying worthwhile things. <laughs> so, he just raps about the fact that he can do it. And here are some of the highlights. I have made notes on this one. What now? So Trademark explains that he sees the purpose of life and he writes rhymes to inform, not to uplift. He also then explains at the end of this track, he closes the track out with, I don't, I think the line is, I don't want to be a teacher, but I'm grateful for all that I've been taught. (laughs) There's nothing here. You told me nothing. You don't, it's definitely true you don't want to be a teacher because I have learned nothing. You just keep telling me that you do know things and threatening to unleash them on me at some point during this album. John Cena's opening line is, my brain is impossible to thinking philosophical. Hustle in my blood. That's the only thing that's logical. It rules because his Twitter now is like peak, like inspirational quote man like every day john cena this is like a lyrical miracle john cena bar right here (laughs) 
<laughs> Look, I'm no lyrical miracle guy, but this, there's nothing on here can be deemed that. It's, it's, it's too low for that. Okay. Back to Big Match or Big Bum. <laughs> Seth Frickin' Rollins, the Messiah, the one glove man. Big Match, Big Bum. Um, I think Cena's got a better record than Rollins. They probably have an equal amount of matches, which is kind of crazy to think about. Uh, I think Cena's got a better record than Rollins. Seth Rollins is 17 wins, 12 defeats, 58.62. Wow. You are incorrect, Jeremy. I believe that of all the guys that have been around for a while, Seth has the best record at Big Four Packages ever. From what I could gather, I did a lot of different names to try and get good ones. Seth's record is incredible. I mean, it that's higher for... So many guys you think would have good records don't. They just don't at all. It's weird. But yes, there you go. And that makes sense. I, I mean, the guys you would think don't have good records. Like, they'll lose on, like, the, the big shows and then just win every other time. And so they can make it sound like, ah, see, I lost at SummerSlam, though. So yeah, well, you won 15 matches before that. Randall just did that this year. Randall's record. Very, I think he had a losing record. Uh, no, I believe that, actually. <laughs> okay. Back to this. Um, oh, back to this. Okay, right, know, the rep. know the rep. Yeah. Yeah. This is where John refers to himself as J-Daddy. Is that the first time he does that? <laughs> or has he done that before? Because he sure. does it like it's a thing. That's a st- he actually does like a... Isn't this where he does the deal? He's like, he, he's like I'm not Hove. I'm J-Daddy. That's <laughs> <laughs> like a Jay-Z line. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 the J Daddy, not Hove or Jam Master. No one ever called Jay Z or Jam Master J J Daddy. Yes, but it's the only ever that someone would be like eighteen tracks into this abomination, be like, <laughs> is this Jay Z? <laughs> what is this a Jay Z the trademark album I'm listening to? <laughs> this was the, the original Watch the Throne right here. <laughs> yeah, it is. In many ways, it's actually very comparable. But there you go. Nonetheless, anything else on this one? Know the rep. I I don't. Once again, I don't know. I'm looking at some lyrics here. It's fine. Like, oh, there's a there's a NBA line squad known to beef up the Heat, just like the Shaq trade. Yeah, get it. Big Shaq guy, huh? Big. John Cena John does seem to. He was one of those guys that when Shaq got moved to Boston in like oh eight. He was so hyped. And he was like, man, it is a rat. <laughs> Let me tell you, we got Shaq. He's going to average 30 and 15. It's going to be incredible. Definitely one of those guys. <laughs> he was definitely uh, the Shaq will just play himself into shape guy. That that was the big talking point at the end of Shaq's career. Just came in like 350 pounds and everyone's just like, don't worry about it. By by game 40, he's going to be in shape. He's going to play himself into shape. And then it's the playoffs and he's still 350 pounds and it's like, yeah. oh, I don't know. By the conference finals, that <laughs> yeah. guy is going to be good. He's going to be rim running. Bro, <laughs> um, no, the rip, that's that done, right? Oh, Chain Gang is the This song sucks. This song. It's so bad. It's, it's, this might be the worst one. Is this, this the worst oh, this is, yeah, this is the worst song on this album. The, the I'm Raining Fire Like Apache Helicopters line is just so unnecessarily there and immediately takes you out. Like, if you were, if you tried to come into this song and it was like, maybe this song would be okay. Like, once he just says that and it's just, like, thrown in there and it doesn't go with the, the beat or the flow or anything, it's just like, nope, I'm checked out on this song. This song sucks. 
they do fight together though. They do ride together. <laughs> they do like to get loud together, don't they? they so you got to make some in noise. Many ways, John Cena loves noise, doesn't he? he, just, he, does. he, he if there's one thing I learned on this, I didn't learn much about your sort of mindset in general, but he does like things to get loud around him, it seems. That's a big part. And Taz does too. Taz says, that's noise, Taz says. That's very funny. <laughs> I have nothing else on this. Um, uh, here's some trademark. lines. Here's some lines. Okay, go ahead. Y'all belly, meat, and beef, and nothing but bologna foes. I don't know, what does this mean? There's no way you're still... Actually, in any kind of belief that any of this stuff means anything. Your flight been it's... delayed, kid. You're not gonna fly. Woo! Woo! Dom DeMarco! Bang! 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 <laughs> I've I got to cut you off here because <laughs> the next song is the last song. Oh, and it, God. in my view, features one of the saddest sets <laughs> of admissions in the history of music. I stick by that. So we move on now to if it all ended tomorrow. <laughs> in which Trademark says, and I quote, and this is a long one, folks, stick with me. When I'm gone, this is what you'll say I was like. An arrogant fool. No, not that baddest or cool. Just a big fish caught up in the shallowish pool. Not a big name player. In fact, it's true. Never would have been shit without the cats he knew. He got lucky, rode the coattails of every of everyone's fame. Should have been oh, that's strange, but interesting lyricism. I'll leave it there. In two weeks, ain't nobody gonna remember his name. Well, this is difficult because I'm pretty sure this was done with the intention that he would be proving these um, these quotes wrong. But I'm sorry to report that as I review this on the third of November two thousand twenty, I too do see trademark as an arrogant fool, not bad or cool. I also feel that he is not a big-name player. In fact, it is true. And I am certain that he never would have been shit without the cats he knew. And he got he rode the coattails of everyone's fame. So, unfortunately, trademark, this is now this is now aged to the point where it may be the most depressing lyric ever, <laughs> ever produced on an album. In fairness to trademark, it's 15 years later, and we we're talking it. about him. So. That's fair, man. If, if this somehow comes... Please know. This is not personal, okay? Maybe you're good. I don't know. It seems you suck. I'm being honest. Okay? <laughs> I'm a nice guy. I try my best on this show. But unfortunately, this is aged very poorly. And then John, like, closed it out with a big epic verse. And he's John, like, I did it. All right. So, so here's where Cena oh. tells this story oh, of God. somebody is he's knocking on his door. He's pulling the gun on him because Cena slept with his wife. And his wife is a whore. And so this guy wants to kill everybody, but he's too afraid to to shoot Cena. And then Cena, after that moment, Cena is like, now I've got to live every day as if it's my last and stuff. It's it's sort of inspiring, right? You know, you you get the gun in your face, and then you realize you know you're not promised tomorrow. Fine. One, it has no place on this album. It feel I don't even know if it's true. He said so much shit on this album. That like I don't even know if this story's true or if he's just like making it up to to just try to add some like content to this album. A bigger problem is he delivers it in just the John Cena way over a terrible beat to where this story does just not go with what this beat is supposed to be. And his delivery is just it's the John Cena to like. I don't know how else to describe so it. Monotone, like, it. Yeah, it's, it's just, just 
it, you know, there's no emotion behind it. There's no like pat. There's no like thought of like man, it really could have like I don't connect with it. He's trying to tell this heartfelt story of like I almost got shot on this day, and I'm just like, yeah, all right, you know. Would have sucked. We would have lost John Cena. That sucks. But, like, you're not making me care, John. You're just not making me care. I have realized doing this that I was really unfair to trademarks. I never even paid attention to what John was saying. He bored me so much. And, like, <laughs> at least I got quotes from the track. Because at least his stuff, like, he's delivering it in a way where I know what he's saying. It's like, I'm listening. I know what John is saying to such an extent that I'm like treating him like he's like a school teacher. I'm at the back of the class, like, oh, John's a egg. It's just, you know, I'm sure our audience is very frustrated with us because they probably thought this would be fun and games, and perhaps we're being too analytical, Jeremy. But it's just not good, is it? There's no, there's no sort of humour to it either. It's just, it just sucks. I don't know what we're supposed to do with this. It's just not good, unfortunately. See, because John Cena, I don't know what he's trying. to... Just listen to these lyrics and. I think he's trying to give the impression that, like, it could have really ended, but he's, like, burying the guy in the process. And so, like, I don't feel bad for Cena, even though he's got a gun in his face. I just don't. He's as open to greet him, but the second he sees me, his eyes buckle, his voice is uneasy. It's like, all right, so the moment he sees John Cena, he's just like, oh, shit, I ain't fucking with this guy. And I don't feel bad for John right here. It's cool. I didn't even catch it at first. I check his shoulder. Homie's rocking a purse. What? What are we doing here, John? What are we doing? Did you like that when you tweeted about this? Did you like my reply of um, Total Divas lure that I added to your mentions, Jeremy? Do you remember this? I don't know. What, what happened here? You tweeted, John Cena almost got shot. For sleeping with another man's wife, and I yes. tweeted. To oh you yes, yes, like, oh, yes. Okay, yes. Can I we didn't... talk briefly about the Total Divas plot line <laughs> in which Dolph Ziggler like sort of pursued Nikki Bella, and John Cena like was just like, "Well, man, look, if you want to, like, sure, fine, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's fine. Dolph takes good bumps, good opening match, guy. Like him a lot. We'll be cool." And Nikki, that that was um peak reality TV film. I, I wanted to bring that up while we talk today's topic, but I have nothing else to say because this album sucks. I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm sorry this couldn't be more fun. I've tried my best. Jeremy has tried his best. Jeremy didn't want to hate this album. No. He wanted to love this album. He wanted to be doing a bit right now in which I say it sucks, and he's like, no, it doesn't. Here's why. <laughs> he knows it sucks because it does suck. It's terrible. Okay, that's what he is. Everyone who knows me knows I was coming into this and ready to just defend it ready to just praise John Cena, the the absolute goat, and I just I just can't. I cannot do it off of this album. And I I really wanted to, John. I did, I promise you. Come on the show, defend it yourself, because I can't do it for you. What a what a way of trying to get John on the show. This is Okay. It's sort of close out our, our classic game here. Big okay. match or big bum. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Big match, big bump. Austin's record's probably hurt by the early years. Um, mm. Otherwise, his record's got to be pretty strong. I, I feel like I'm going to overthink this, but you've given two that have won. So now I'm thinking you do two that have lost. I'm going to say Cena has a better record. They're obvious, huh? They're <laughs> obvious. Okay. Stone Cold's record is 12 wins, 
10 losses and one draw. So that gives him just a 52%. Yeah. You are correct, Jeremy. I am that predictable. <laughs> I, so I went through, so I have a list of like 15 names. These I need. I wanted to have something that was balanced. I was surprised that was Austin's record. He won like three Royal Rumbles. Because Rumble is where a lot of guys have their record destroyed. Yeah. Because there are, guys, there are all-time guys that have Rumble records of like 0-16. <laughs> so I was surprised, but you're correct, yes. We gotta rate this album, Joseph. What are okay. what are we rating this? I'm giving this a two. That's it, it. It took up a lot of my day, just because I had to actually like. The thing is, with a film, okay. Let me explain this to the folks watching here. <laughs> when I'm watching one of these terrible films, like I can legitimately zone out for like 30 minutes and I'll miss nothing. But for the sake of content, I can't do that with the album. Right? Like I have to get something for at least. 90% of the songs. Even if it's just one line, we can do a bit with. So I actually had to sit there and listen to this album. Like, it, like I was just doing nothing but listening and making notes on this album for over an hour. So for that reason, it can't get more than the two, unfortunately. The lowest I've given anything from what I see is... They Live, I believe, Charlie. Is it They Live? I gave, I, gave they, I gave They Live minus two stars. Firefly Funhouse was That's minus... Tough. A star, a minus uh, one star and three quarters. Joseph, this album minus five stars. My no, I wanted to. I came into this wanting to love it. I came into this thinking this is gonna be great. This is gonna be triumphant. Peak Lambert, just you know, praising the shit out of John Cena while Joseph is just like. What are we doing? What a, contemplating all of his life choices of being on this pie. I'm having this big celebration of why John Cena is so good. And then I listened to the album, not once, but twice. And I couldn't do it. I could not yeah. do it. Minus five stars. So you are saying this is Hogan Warrior Halloween Havoc level <laughs> Is that what you're doing right now? I didn't cool. have expectations for that one, but yeah, sure. Okay. Wow, this is sad, but I have good news. I have very good news, Jeremy, because All we right. need to get back to our roots. <laughs> we need to get back to what brought us to the dance. We need to get back to me catching shooting, you running the offense, <laughs> nice steady flow, getting guys involved, open shots. For that reason, we are going to go back to our friend, the originator of this podcast, <laughs> the big show, the giant, ally of the Yeti. <laughs> as he stars in Knucklehead, a film that will definitely be bad. Yes. That will definitely be like 90 minutes, that we can definitely poke fun at and not feel bad about it. That definitely isn't an album that I have to listen to and make notes about. <laughs> that stars the originator of this very podcast. Big, Knucklehead. Are you excited? Like, Big Show, I'm pulling up from like 30 feet, not quite half court. Big Show might be, uh, it might be like, eh, why not? Let's do this, uh, dumb podcast. <laughs> No, absolutely. There's no way. I'm pulling up, like, though. I'm pulling up. If you tweet the word knucklehead at him, he blocks you, I think. I think it's that level. <laughs> Big that, Show seems like he's got see. a sense of humor. Denise and Big sure. Show are good friends now. He's a Swifty. Let's see if I can uh, use... Uh, Denise owes me one. I don't know why, but I'll just say she does. That's maybe. a pretty big one. That's a pretty big one you're asking <laughs> That's for. That's a Big Show. I thought you were going Hogan. I thought you were going Hogan when you said what what, what brought us here. No, because we've spent so much time glorifying Hogan's terrible films, and in truth, it is the big show that started it all. That's true. Yes. Like, you know, 
that famous tweet of mine that made it into all those aggregated <laughs> news sites in which I posted a picture of Jim Ross bleeding <laughs> profusely. You know, it's, it is what it is. It's probably going to suck, but that's what we want. We need to get back to what we do best, Jeremy. We've, we've lost our way here. You know, We're no, doing albums. We're doing albums. No, but I think I'm to blame because I started veering into the, the analyst stuff, you know, the R and all that good stuff. I appreciate no, you... I appreciate you uh, taking taking the the blame yeah. there. My that's okay. split steps. Yeah, that's all. that's all right. But I'll be back, and and next week is a it's a big one for us. We're coming out guns blazing. I hope these fireworks are still going. <laughs> okay, we're gonna be ready to go. It's gonna be exciting. No more critique of the trademarks lyrics. No more John Cena vocal delivery talk. None of it. It's done. We'll maybe go back to albums in. A very long time from that, but not next week. That's what I'm saying. No, and not the week after, because I'm not picking another album. I this album broke me. I was so excited, Joseph. And I I'm imagining you like watching Raw on mute and having this album playing, like thinking like it's is it Raw that's ruining this. I'm imagining you being it's Raw ruining the John Cena album experience. And then this morning it all come crushing down. He's like, no, it's just sucks. Watch <laughs> Uh, reminder guys subscribe if you have any super chats you want to get in we are about to wrap it up so if you want to send us a super chat more than generous we appreciate that subscribe youtube.com slash fightful if you listen on itunes leave us a uh, five-star review that really helps i know we do most of our business here on youtube but we are on itunes and uh, other podcast platforms as well go to fightful.com joseph has uh the eddie kingston features out now we're, we're on the top page of fightful the Eddie Kingston feature is out now. Yeah, know? the Eddie Kingston feature is out now. That seems to be I should probably, I should probably tweet the article out. I didn't know this. If you go to Fightful.com, if you go to Fightful.com, the first two, uh, you know, you got the three headers there. You got John Cena album review, Edward Kingston. That's, that's all. <laughs> I'm very nervous about this article, I must say. Um, there are many versions of it, many iterations, but I'm happy with the final one. If you do read it, I'll tweet it in like when this show ends. It's, I'm pretty happy with it. It, it. You know, it was hard to put together because there's a lot going on in that story, but obviously it's one of my favourites. So, that was fun. Uh, what else is going on? I do this podcast, apparently, with you, which, you know, at this point, what's the point in promoting it, right? If they're this far in, they should listen to every episode for just for the sake of what we've done here. I put together, like, mathematics and stuff for this show. <laughs> I do this Eddie Kingston feature. Please read that. Pretend it's good. Uh, that's about it for me, right? Joe Holbert five on the Twitter. Guys, uh, all the good we're, stuff. We're not we're not doing any more music. Don't ask us to do <laughs> any more music. I have so many people DMing me, be like, "You should review this movie." I just have this running list of movies people want us to review. All right, we're only doing once a week. Do you know how many bad wrestling music albums and bad wrestling movies there are out there? It's gonna take us a while to get through all this. Yes, it sure will. I mean, <laughs> a long while if I have my wife. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, on a serious note, tonight is it? Yes, I'm going serious. The very break from the norm for this podcast. Uh, tonight's election night, everybody. If you haven't voted, please go out and vote. It's very important. Uh, more, maybe not more importantly than voting, but just take care of yourself tonight, everybody. It's going to be an extremely, extremely long night. Uh, do what you got to do. Get off Twitter, get off Instagram, Facebook, whatever social media platform you're on. If it's not helping you, get off of it. Turn off the news if you have to. I don't know if anything's going to be settled tonight. This thing could drag all week. Um, but, you know, find something. Find a distraction. 
whatever that might be, whether video games, music, television, books, talk with a friend, ignore friends if, if your friends are uh, making it tougher for you. Or if you got a good friend who can make you smile until sunrise, talk to that person, whatever, whatever it might be, just please everyone take care of yourself physically and mentally because uh, I know tonight's going to be tough and this whole week might end up being tough. Just quickly, Jeremy, while we do heavier topics, I di- this is, you know, distance from that, but considering, you know, you and I are pretty outspoken on this topic, I did think, you know, in fear of being speculative, that we should mention Kylie Ray. Um, please don't, like, <laughs> don't be a dick about the yeah. Kylie Ray thing. Like, as someone that, and again, I don't, I don't know her situation, right, but as someone that produces content on a very, very low level, so I'm very, very little of me is out in the public world, right? The level of impact it has on my mental health, I can't fathom what it's like to be a major attraction in a professional wrestling profession. And then when you pull yourself out of the game to have people speculating and rumors and all that stuff, just handle that one a little, like, you know, with a little care. And I think, you know, both of us, obviously wish her the best whatever she's doing she was awesome in wrestling she'll be awesome whatever she does all the best to Kylie Ray. I thought I'd just say that yes uh 100% agree don't know what's going on but I hope she takes care of herself I wish her nothing but the best just be kind to everyone be kind to each other everyone like it's I feel like that's very simple to say but there's it's really we're not doing it enough as a as a country right. and I, I like to think everyone listening to this understands but I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully, just be kind, everyone. Take care of yourself tonight. Be kind to Kylie Ray. Be kind to the person next to you, the, the person on Twitter. Have some kindness. Have some empathy. Have some compassion for people. We'll be back on Thursday with a, a wrestling show. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but we're going to talk about wrestling on Thursday. Oh, big news. Jesus, bury the lead here. Uh, we're live, pals, every Thursday <laughs> from now on. <laughs> Uh, this yes. is this was reported like five minutes before we started doing this show, uh, so the distraction will now be live uh, every Thursday at three o'clock. Usually we like record at two or three, and then it gets uploaded and posted at seven. Now we're going to be live weekly every Thursday at three o'clock p.m. Eastern. Exciting times, Jeremy. It, you know, just when you think this show shouldn't have any viewers left. <laughs> It appears to gain more. It's incredible. We've done well. We've been doing this show now for 11 months, right? We're starting good long. Yeah. Oh. Jesus. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. No, I think about it. But here we are, live, join in all the fun, give Jeremy many comments to read, because that seems like it's very stressful. But I don't have to worry about it. do that. Um, grin wide. And have fun, folks. Enjoy yourselves. Uh, we do have a super chat from Ron Patel who says, check out Throwbacks Podcast, 8 p.m. Eastern, comma, Jeremy. Yeah, I'm on it at 8 p.m. Eastern tonight. You're so a big star. If you, uh, You're a big star. The, the SmackDown post show did like a bunch of numbers, all because I wore face paint. And so now I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to wear face paint like every single Friday night. Um, I, I did want to say, I want to thank, because now we're just both putting ourselves over, so <laughs> you've just done that. I, I want to thank Alex McCarthy who had me on the... Uh, he invited me to do a little deal on the uh, the talk sport show. What, what did you do on this, by the way? Because I need to send him an angry DM over, you know, depending on what I you did. I just sort of turned up. It was like, you know, here's, here's Joe. And I was like, you all right, lads? And I just sort of did. I pretended I wanted to talk about wrestling, I think. I can't remember what it was now. It was only on there for a bit. But I 
I, I did want to say, because you're a big star, Jeremy, and people seem to know that you're so big that, like, you know, reach out to your agent or whatever. But, like, I will come on people's podcasts. Um, I, I'm happy to do that. You know, I know that I come across sort of unattainable in many ways because I sit here <laughs> with the fireworks going off in my ear, but I, I'll do it. I'm happy to do it. So, yeah, I wanted to say that. Thanks to Alex. Thanks to everyone that watches this dumb show. And all that good stuff. Way to That's bury it. the I'm show done. by calling it dumb. It's great. Show. It's a great show. It's just no good. You know, it's, like, it's a dumb show. It's, it's great. I enjoy it. It's fun. I, I gotta send McCarthy a DM because he has me on. He's like, "Hey, you want to do trivia?" I'm like, no, I don't want to do trivia. I don't know any of these answers. You're on actually, like doing doing a segment. Yeah, they, they was like, you know, here is the smartest mind in the world, John Holbert. Here he comes. <laughs> they played like music for me. They played Randy Orton's. Theme. Wow. Yeah. Wow, it's I'm going to... None message. of that happened, but if no, one, okay. if no one finds out, then who cares, right? Who cares? I'm going to message <laughs> McCarthy and, and just bury need, him. It was informed to me that we need a theme song for this show. And right, If someone wants to make us... Joel Pearl, what are you doing? Make us a theme yes, song. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> Genuinely. Joel, you were very good on the show last week. And if you would like to earn approximately two more appearances annually, <laughs> please make us please make us a theme song for this program. That would be fun if we, because I think the people, you know, we, there's a lot of fun and games along the way, but we need something like an epic intro. I feel, Jeremy. I don't know what that is for us. I, I have no idea either. But look, if someone wants to make us a theme song, uh, be my guest. I am not musically make us talented. A theme song. <laughs> We're not doing it. I'm going out for you, You can ask our friends to do it, though. Um, Thursday, we have our wrestling show, 3 p.m. Eastern, live from now on. At some point this week, possibly Friday, we will be back uh, booking Booty Pro Wrestling. I'll let you know when that goes live, when uh, we kind of have more information on that. I think that's everything. Friday night, the SmackDown Post show. Uh, if Edward Kingston wins on Saturday night, Joseph will be on the all-out post-show, which I will be hosting. So, you know, pull for Eddie Kingston. You get more of me, more of Joseph. That's what the world needs, right? It, I may just come on. I mean, it depends, right? If that show goes as long as I think it could, yeah. Yeah. I may not come on. <laughs> Eddie could win in 10 seconds. I might not be on that. Get, but I'll make an appearance of some kind if something triumphant happens. In the Holbert universe, so to speak. The Holbert cinematic universe that currently exists. I'll be on. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Have a good day. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.